Welcome to the Life Self Mastery Podcast, where we bring in entrepreneurs who have created online businesses and improved their lifestyles. Here's your host, Rohit Malhotra. Hi, everyone. I'm Rohit from LifeSelfMastery.com. And today we have Kordu Turkano, who is an email copywriter who helps bloggers and experts stand out and get high conversions from the welcome mails and emails and follow-ups. Uh, welcome to the show, Kordu. Hi, Rohit. Thank you for having me. Awesome. So, you know, uh, can, can you please share your journey to the listeners and how you got into, uh, into email marketing and uh, what got you uh, you know, excited about this journey uh, where you became an email copywriter. Sure. Thank you for asking about that. Um, first of all, I started on the internet uh, more than 18 years ago. That's a lot in internet years. It's like two decades, okay? So yeah. I started in 99, November 99, when uh, a high school mate told me about the idea that you can make money online through clicking on uh, on banner ads and that light bulb just uh, uh, brought the aha moment it was exactly what i wanted to 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 hear that it's really possible to to use the internet to generate uh, streams of income and how i started about email was a few years later uh, after reading a lot of materials about how how one can make money with their mailing list, and uh, I first of all uh, I used emails for my own stuff for my own products and for affiliate marketing because I promoted associate programs other people's items and uh, then I translated to writing emails and sales letters. Uh, for other people, for clients. And I do that, I still do that nowadays on a project per project basis uh, um, and I do that behind the scene. Correct. So it's been a long journey for you but uh, you know, what if somebody wants to start building their own own email uh, email list, you know, email list is like your own distribution network. So how, how do I get my first thousand email subscribers? Okay, from my experience, after two decades uh, in the business and after studying the psychology of what makes people join a mailing list, I can uh, assure people who are just starting out that uh, uh, what's really important is the, uh, the power, the, the quality of one subscriber. That one subscriber can, can bring you uh, the next subscriber and so forth and the next thing you know your list uh, will grow uh, you can generate uh, a thousand subscribers overnight uh, for example uh, overnight I put that uh, in quotes uh, because I don't really believe in overnight success unless you know somebody who can help you and basically that's how I started I built my first list uh, uh, intuitively by uh, making uh, a project with somebody else. Uh, I connected with that person through, through email, obviously. Back in the days, email marketing was uh, just starting out. Uh, 
So I connected with the guy from Australia and I created uh, a product which was uh, personalized for his mailing list. Actually, I uh, exchanged emails back and forth with that guy, that friend of mine, who actually I met on the internet. So it was not uh, a real friend in, in life. It was just uh, an online body uh, who I met on the internet through his newsletter. So that's how I started to create my first product. And because I give away this first product to his mailing list, I was also be able, I was, I've been able to create my, uh, my first thousand subscriber. It was more than a thousand subscriber, but that's how I, uh, I was able to, to generate those first subscribers, a thousand subscribers. But uh, uh, I want to put a bracket here that is not uh, important just the quantity, the quality of the subscribers. Because back in the days, okay, I got my list, but I had no uh, experience on what to do with that list. I had no product, no paid offer. So it's not, uh, one thing is to build a list. Another thing is to build the relationship with that list and then sell or promote information and products. Got it. So, you know, interesting, you talked about, uh, you know, building relationships with with email subscribers, you know, so so to, uh, lately there's been a talk about, you know, building a hundred thousand uh, email subscriber list, but how would uh, a, a, a business person create a, a relationship with their, with their audience? You know, how, how do you go about it? Sure. So, let's take a simple example and imagine that just your uh, that first subscriber of yours joins your opt-in list or mailing list offer for a specific reason and just that reason alone it is to receive from you uh, something which interests him or her that's the only reason why he or she will uh, will uh, type in the email address and give you permission to send information or whatever it is that you promise on your landing page for example or on your squeeze page uh, so based on that initial offer from you all the traffic you get after that to that uh, initial uh, squeeze page uh, will be converted into your subscribers so the the mistake i see that most people do with their squeeze page is that they promise either uh too much on the first contact with that subscriber or they promise general information and when you do that when you do this uh, silly mistakes your list is going to uh, be diluted because uh, uh, for example if you have a, a squeeze page and on your uh, on your squeeze page on your uh, offer you say uh, give me your email address and i'll teach you how to generate your um, your mailing list so you teach people how to generate a mailing list this is a general offer okay you have to be more specific like for example you may have an offer where you uh, promise here is how to make your first uh, 1000 subscribers and you give away a free video course. And when you do that, 
first of all, you establish yourself as uh, as an expert, as someone who knows what he's talking about because you talk in specifics. Everybody who joins your list will know that you talk specifics and they can trust you. And how you build that first relationship with the, with your first subscriber is very important. It's, it all starts with the first step, your first, your initial offer. So um, that's how I build relationships. I promise less. I promise a specific result or benefit or outcome. And I build the relationship, relationship from that step forward. Correct, sir. Um, also, you know, uh, on, on your website, you talk about, you know, how, how to build a build a welcome page. So, uh, uh, sorry, uh, the the, uh, the sequence of welcome email. So, what what is the best yeah. way, uh, and how many emails do you think, uh, you know, somebody should have, and then the welcome email? Yeah. Well, uh, really, I don't believe in uh, in. Um, in the best way because uh, there are let's say there are uh, 10 people who want to build their uh, welcome email and the best way for them to build that is uh, by using their own experience their own story because relationships uh, is a, is a bridge between two parties you the mailing list owner who has uh, his or her own experience and the other, the second uh, uh, person who is the recipient of your welcome email. So in that first, that initial uh, welcome email, you would have to tie in your, uh, your experience with whatever you promise on your squeeze page to your email recipient. Like for example, uh, in the first scenario, you promise to teach people how you build, how to build their first 1,000 subscribers list. Uh, you may tie in that with your experience, like for example, how you built your own uh, mailing list, or how you helped a friend or a client to build his first mailing list and generate the, their first 1,000 subscribers. When you use your experience, whether it is personal or your friends. Uh, experience who you helped build his list uh, you you gain another bonus from your uh, recipient you gain another advantage you sure you show or share uh, personal proof you sh you sure you show you and you share that you know what you're talking about so the first thing I do the best way to to create your first uh, email your welcome email is to share uh, and connect uh, the recipient with uh, their the the recipient need or challenge with your own experience, and you start from there. Correct. And um, uh, you know how, how many times in a month uh, should I reach out to customers? There's been a lot of debate about uh, you know sending out daily mails or sending out at least once a month. Do you think uh, it is possible to, you know, reach out to customers more often <clears throat> than, than once in a month and not bother them? 
uh, yes, there is a debate here because there is not a set in stone answer here because just think about it. Uh, it's really important how you perceive your subscriber, client or whatever, your email recipient. Uh, for example, in the beginning, uh, just imagine your subscriber is like your, your, your girlfriend or your significant other, okay? Uh, obviously, you want to, to, hang, to hang out with your significant other uh, or just a person you just met, you just want to hang out uh, to get to know each other and then you may want to continue building a relationship with that person or not. How you do that, it depends on your need, on your personal situation, on your goal, and also depends on the other person's needs, goal, and personal situation. Like for example, uh, if you are looking for uh, for a serious relationship with that person and if that person also looks for a serious relationship uh, who may end up with a marriage for example then obviously you build your relationship with that person uh, seriously you take it seriously and uh, you may want to hang out with that person on a weekly basis uh, so it really depends uh, who is your email recipient? How often you want to stay in touch with you? How often they want to stay in touch with you? So you have to really connect and really know the, the deepest desires, wants and needs of your email recipients. That's why I said in the beginning that it's very important to understand your, your, uh, your subscriber, your target audience. Who is she or who is he? And uh, create an avatar of your ideal subscriber get to know him or her very deep and once you know that uh, obviously you can tie in your experience and your products if you sell something or if you promote something to your recipients present needs this is key in email marketing you have to tie in your experience and your product with the present and personal need of that person you serve of your email recipient Got it. Yeah, yeah, totally makes sense. Uh, and, uh, uh, you know, I just want to know what are your three favorite methods to grow subscribers? You know, I use Pinterest to, to grow my email subscriber base, but, you know, every, every <coughs> entrepreneur has, has a different way to uh, increase their, their, their subscriber base. So how, how would you keep uh, adding more subscribers? Uh, and what is your suggestion on that? Yeah. Uh, all the people in business and in life, they want more, more and more and more. Uh, I go the opposite, the opposite direction. I, I want less because the more you want, the, the harder will be for you to, to, to handle uh, quantity over quantity. So first focus on quality. And there are a million ways to generate traffic and build your mailing list. It doesn't really matter what made or what platform are you using, whether it is through Facebook, Instagram, whatever, YouTube. It doesn't really matter because uh, these plat these uh, platforms are like uh, each platform in itself. Like for example, each platform in itself. Take Facebook for example. They have millions of of people. 
there it's also your audience okay your potential uh, subscriber and client so first of all uh, go where your target audience spends the most time with understand why they're spending their time on Facebook for example why they go there how they interact uh, understand if they join mailing links mailing list uh, through through Facebook or if they spend more time on Facebook apps or on their browsers and if they understand if they check their email and how often they do that so you have to be like a like a research specialist you have to really understand your uh, your email recipient understand their needs understand their uh, their present moment behavior uh, forget about reading books and really focus on the present moment uh, observe your target audience interact with them ask them if they are used to give their email address or maybe they are used to consume information in video format for example because nowadays with the with the, the growth of teenagers and the trend in uh, in these social media platforms like for example Instagram and and YouTube uh, from what I've I've heard from all the statistics and the uh, numbers the young audience the younger audience prefer less to check their emails and they are more into apps into uh, multimedia so ensure you you understand your audience and uh, reinvent the way you do email marketing based on the present behavior of your target audience and their needs correct right so uh, so when it comes to uh, to to email marketing you know uh, it's what you say is you it's important to add uh, to have more quality subscribers than, than quantity subscribers but do you also focus on uh, getting email subscribers only from english speaking or developed uh, countries where you know uh, the cost of acquisition may be higher but uh, but the but the uh, return investment would be would be better or uh, is it is something which uh, you don't focus in 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 your own business so are you asking if uh, if the way i do email marketing for me for my project or for my clients if if this is international done correct is correct yeah. well uh, it i focus on english yeah uh, but uh, for example if somebody from uh, from from asia for example uh, from asia wants to wants my or needs my help i can uh, uh, write in english for example and have somebody else translate that for me obviously okay. a person who understand the 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 english and understand uh, the what i want to convey and the impact i want to to do for that client in uh, in their language so it doesn't really uh, bothers me whom i talk to or whom i work with because with translators it's very easy to to turn english into whatever other language you want to to reach out to and this is this is uh, this is the best question i received so far uh, because uh, it just gave me an idea like for example if you sell a product in for english audiences only 
you can uh, double your your revenue uh, possibly if you translate that in another language which is uh, also popular more or less you have the option to to generate more more revenue just by translating your your information your uh, your emails to another language obviously you would have to to have uh, uh, different versions of your products and services for that specific uh, audience in that particular country. Correct. So uh, let's quickly do the top three. Uh, what's your uh, favorite business book? So the the top three business books. Yeah, or, or you can just name one. Well, if you have one favorite uh, business book, it's up to you. Okay. Um, whether you believe it or not, uh, my favorite my favorite business book is actually the Bible. Okay. Uh, my my business mentor is Jay Abraham, so okay. I love whatever he he creates, not just books. Uh, and another specific book I want to mention is the. The one by Tony Robbins, I think, is the first book, uh, The Giant, Uncover the, the Inner Giant or something like that. Oh, yeah, Awaken the Giant Within. Awaken the Giant Within, yeah. It's, uh, it's really um, a classic book. Yeah. I love that. Awesome. And, you know, if you could go back in time when you started working on your, uh, uh, on your business, um, what is the one thing you would have focused on? So if I had to, to go back in time and start another business? Uh, no, the same business. You know, is there something you would change differently? Or is it just one thing you would have focused on? Because when you start a business, there, there are hundreds of things you're trying to do and you tend to make mistakes. So uh, is there any insight you have? Sure, sure. Uh, look like your business uh, it really depends um, how you perceive your your business, your reality. Like for example, if you perceive your business or even a tiny project, like for example, writing emails for for clients, okay, as a freelancer or as a consultant, whatever, uh, it's it's very important how you perceive that that first project of yours or or that business. If you perceive it like for example, it is your your baby. Uh, obviously, you want to put in your undivided attention, your 100% focus. That means your money, your energy, your attention, your resources, your life will be focused on that. The, the problem with, the, with this perception is that so many people, when they're starting their business or they, when they're starting email marketing, uh, they don't really perceive that uh, uh, with this pair of eyes. And they are very excited to make millions, to generate extra income, maybe to impact other people. If they think of, about their altruistic uh, goals. So think as your project, as a business, take it seriously. And if I had to start this again, I would perceive my business or project like, like a baby. 
you have to put in your undivided attention and help it grow on a specific on a at a at a particular level and once the the baby starts to 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 handle on its own uh, and become an adult then you can uh, you will be assured that that business will take off by itself and you can leave maybe the business on uh, other people's hands like maybe you want to retire you want to do an exit uh, and understand that uh, actually that baby is not really yours that baby is uh, is to impact other people's that baby is a product on its own uh, that baby can handle uh, its own energy its own interest so uh, a business uh, or an a mailing list is a product on its own is a business on its own uh, that you can market uh, for ages and it shouldn't really depend on you at all that's why there are people for example who are able to sell their own opt-in mailing lists they are able to build a successful business just by building mailing lists alone and they treat that as a serious project as a serious business and they are doing exits they are selling or they are renting uh, the mailing list or they are uh, 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 packaging their their mailing list in a, in a business in an offer uh, and and give that away to 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 somebody else who can take the the relationship and the mailing list to the next level. Obviously, I don't recommend to to spam people or to sell to sell your mailing list to 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 all kinds of people because that's not really legally and it also is not morally. But it's also legally and morally to to package your mailing list and sell that as a business to another legit business owner who can take that asset to to another level and help it grow further. Got it. And, you know, do you, do you have any uh, favorite online tool which you use very regularly? Um, yeah, to make a joke, the best online tool you have is your brain and your connection with your inner nature. Those uh, a focus on your abilities. If you focus on your abilities, even if you have just one ability, like, for example, some people have the ability to connect other people. Uh, they are the middlemen, and they do that by nature. Okay, that's that's what an ability stands for. It's a natural instinct or a nature natural a gift from God. Okay, so focus first on your abilities, and the tool it will um, uh, ex, uh, it will accelerate either accelerate or expand your ability. A tool will help you to reach more people and impact more people and businesses and subscribers. Uh, uh, and take your ability to the next level. That's why perceive uh, a tool, uh, regardless of its uh, its goal or or aspect. No, I, I was talking about uh, online tools, for example, Gmail or Slack uh, or LinkedIn. You know, is there any other favorite online tool which you use? Yeah, if you ask me personally about my favorite online tool, yeah, 
uh, Gmail is uh, is what I use most of the time and uh, I'm also using uh, and I'm uh, researching for for uh, a calendar app so I can sy synchronize uh, my emails with my events like for example uh, Calendly yeah. is what I'm looking uh, app to, to try to test drive and integrate that with, uh, with my events and my my projects Got it. We'll, we'll put that in the show notes. Uh, so, you know, what is the best way people can reach out to you and know more about your services? Uh, okay, so uh, most of my services are private. Uh, I work behind the scene uh, because uh, there are 10 times more advantages to work behind the scene. Uh, the best way to reach me is to go on my, my website called justurkanon.com and find a way to, to reach me there. I have a contact page. Okay. So, uh, yeah, but by the time you, you will hear this, uh, particularly since you will be putting this into an archive and record the call and make it public, uh, the, the website, my brand uh, may suffer some, uh, some updates. Correct. Uh, yeah. So what uh, what we'll do is we put the the, the website name uh, on the show notes so that people can reach out to you uh, also on the contact sure. name. Uh, sure. So thank, okay. Carlo, thank you very much for coming onto the show. I really appreciate it speaking to you. Thank you for having me. Uh, I appreciate that as well. Uh, good luck, and I look forward to to talking with you again. Thank you. Bye. Welcome to the Life Self Mastery Podcast, where we bring in entrepreneurs who have created online businesses and improved their lifestyles. Here's your host, Rohit Malhotra.